Welcome back or welcome to the Single Track Podcast. I'm your host, Finn Melanson, and in this episode, we are talking with Sabrina Stanley, a professional trail runner for Adidas Terex based in Silverton, Colorado, preparing for the 2022 UTMB. Before we get started, though, this episode is brought to you by Gnarly Nutrition. Gnarly is a sports nutrition company based here in my hometown of Salt Lake City, Utah. I use their tropical orange-flavored Fuel 2.0 drink mix on workout days and long runs, and I use their chocolate-flavored plant protein powder in my post-run recovery shakes as well as mixed into my oatmeal at breakfast on most days. If you're interested in trying Gnarly or you're already a customer and you want a good deal for being a single-track listener, use code SINGLETRACK20 to get 20% off your next order at checkout on their website. All right, Sabrina Stanley, welcome back to the Single Track Podcast. Thank you. I'm stoked to be here. So you're well known for going quote unquote all in on races uh, for a lot of fans, races like Hard Rock and your FKT on Nolan's come to mind. And you do this in order to get the best out of yourself. Um, so I'm wondering with UTMB here on the horizon, can you talk about the moment you realized that your next mission was this race and what went into that decision making process? I mean, there was a lot that went into it. I've, I have a list of races that I've been thinking about doing forever. Um, and it's all the classic ones, but the moment that UTMB came say like the goal, um, I mean, I left my name on hard rock cause I, I love hard rock so much and I wanted to, to, it's hard to let that go, but also you got to stand up for what you believe in too. And so, um, I did a race, um, the weekend before I dropped from hard rock. And as soon as I did that race, I'm like, okay, like that, there's no, there's no going back now. Your body's trashed. Um, so I'd say it was that, that next day we're like, now it's time to like move on and like fully focus on UTMB. Um, so although UTMB has, has been on the horizon for a long time, it wasn't until that moment where there was nothing else in the way. There's no maybes or what if, or anything like that. It was, it was full on UTMB training. Um, yeah. And I think that in a way, Nolan's almost did a disservice to me and a service because I, before then, it was never about course records. It was just, I want to win this race. And then Nolan's is so much, you have to be the best ever, not just the best that day. And unfortunately, like that little piece of my brain won't leave once I go back to racing. So now it's every race I do. I'm like, you have to be the, you have to get the FKT for this race. Um, and so it just kind of like up the ante mentally for me for every race in the future, I guess. And so, um, yeah, I've been working hard at UTMB and, and have my eyes on the prize. Was there ever a time earlier this year where you might have considered doing the hard rock UTMB double, or are you somebody who at the end of the day, it needs to be one or the other and you can't split your focuses? Never, never. I would, I, I mean, I want to go into a race with full confidence in my body. And I, at this point, I've never been able I've never felt that I could race that quickly. I mean, I did Western run rabbit run one year and run rabbit was like a total shit show for me. And it could have been unrelated, but I think that if I hadn't done Western, I would have done a lot better at run rabbit. And so, um, Nolan's is, is an anomaly. I would say, because you're not truly like running, but I do think if I hadn't done Nolan's two months prior that my second Nolan's might've been a little bit faster. Um, so yeah, I just don't think that, my body, I don't know about anybody else's, is, is able to perform at 
the competitive level I would like it to mm. by racing big mountainous races that often. I do want to talk about where your fitness and confidence levels are heading into this race in just a second. But first I want to backtrack. Can you talk a bit about your summer to date leading up to UTMB? Like what's been involved from like a lifestyle standpoint, from a training standpoint, um, stuff like that. Yeah, I came over, um, to roughly Chamonix Valley, uh, June 2nd. And there was a month long where we were supposed to come home in July where uh, we actually canceled our flights. And so I've been here permanently since then. And the we have like, had to make some diet adjustments just from, um, I don't know, I would say our, our diet's a lot more vegetable heavy than it has been in previous years. Um, but yeah, I've just been running, running the course on repeat and getting in as many reps as I can. And um, just focusing on getting that turnover that I, I did not realize how much was missing in Silverton. Cause I mean, I would do tempo runs in Silverton, but, and I would be happy with them and just be like, I'm just not going to publicly post my data because I'm so much slower than everybody else. And for some reason, these races just work for me. And like on race day, I'm mentally able to turn it on and training at this elevation. It makes me realize that I am maybe faster than I've been giving myself credit to in the past. Um, mm -hmm. Because, I mean, my tempo runs, my speed workouts, um, my conversation pace even, all my runs have been going so, obviously, so much faster that I've dropped down so much in elevation. You said a lot of interesting stuff there. And w one thing I want to focus on, you mentioned that you you have this ability to go to another level on race day. Do you feel historically that you've been able to race above maybe what your perceived fitness levels are in training or... Um... Or are you just giving yourself not as much credit as you probably deserve about what you do in terms of workload? I mean, yeah, I put in a lot, a lot of work and I, um, I would say maybe a year ago, year and a half ago, I'd probably say that, yeah, race day, for whatever reason, I perform out of my mind compared to my training. Uh, I read, um, shoot, what was Killian's last book that he was in partners with, uh, um, training for the uphill athlete, I think. Yeah. After reading that and hearing about his training and how much time he spends at zone one and two, I'm like, oh, that's why I'm like really like not to pat myself on the back, but that justifies my training because I'm like, I spend so much time in these zone one, zone two efforts. And for some reason on race day, like I just have this speed that I normally don't in training. Like, I mean, once in a while, I'll just feel it and I'll go for it. But I would say 90% of my runs are in zone one or zone two. And I can't tell you why on race day I just perform. And so to, to read that book and have like the full insight of his training, I'm like, it makes a lot of sense to me. Um, and so, yeah, I, I feel like, yeah, pre previous to a year and a half ago, I might say that it was a different story, but now I think that my fitness is, it matches my train. It matches my race day performance. It's not like every race is just crazy. At this point, I would consider you a veteran of the sport. You've had, you know, a number of years under your belt with a lot of success. I'm curious, especially as it pertains to this training block, are you are you still learning new things, or do you feel like you have a process and your goal in the buildup is just to just to dial it in, like you already have this playbook? Um, both. I I every single race I learn something. Every single race I feel I could improve upon. 
and do just a little bit better. I could be more mentally aware. I could have pushed harder here. I let my goals slip or, you know, you enter a dark place and you sit there too long and, and self-pity or whatever it is. So yeah, every single race, there's definitely improvement to be made, but also I've come so far in the things I have learned. And, um, I mean, I'm a completely different runner than last year, two years, three years ago. I would say that there's only two races that I can look at and be like, I could maybe improve those by less than 5%. Um, but every other race, I feel like I could improve by like 20% or more. Okay. Yeah. So I'm curious because I know that when you were training for hard rock in years past, you had this, uh, mindset of covering every single inch of the course in preparation. I think you did the exact same thing in the lead up to UTMB this year. And you've also had the benefit of being here in Chamonix training for two to three months straight. I'm curious if that's just a special case for UTMB now, or do you see yourself doing this for all future A races in years to come? Yeah. In the past, anytime I've ever doubled up on a race, my second attempt has always been hours and hours faster. And so I think part of that came from realizing that I knew the course better. And so that's when I started just dedicating as much time to learning courses um, prior to running them. Um, yeah, Hard Rock was the very first time I went all in on that. Like, no questions. Just I'm going to not only know the course, but I'm just going to lap it. And I'm going to lap it. And every single run I have that summer will be on this course. And so, um, like, then Nolan's, it just requires that. Like, you have to know the route. Um, and so then UTMB comes. And from those past two summers, I am going to carry that tradition and do it and know the course as well as I can. Um, in the future, I might just like spend two weeks instead of three months, but you know, tour is definitely on the list somewhere. And so I'd like to spend three months on that course. Um, so yeah, it's case by case, but I do like to learn the course as much as possible. Where are you at? And so we're recording this about a week before the race. I'm, I'm curious, where do you see yourself at right now in terms of fitness and confidence heading into the race? Um, fitness i feel like i'm in the best shape of my life so far i'm a week into tapering um which like the taper is always like a mental game because like training goes so well and then or like your training block and then you get to like a week into tapering you're like oh shoot you know like how you feel like you're losing it even though you know you're not so just like to stay mentally on the path and mentally i am i'd say i'm ready like i have so much faith in my training block I'm just ready to get through this week my family gets into town tomorrow. Um, I'm pretty calm, which I feel like I feel the exact same way I was before going into Nolan's or Hard Rock. I would say it's just that all the work is done. Like there's no there's no need to have anxiety or freak out at this point. I'm just I'm ready to get the ball rolling and um, see how the race goes. Last question I have for you. I'm I'm curious what your expectations are heading into this race. Like, what do you think is possible? A win? A course record? Uh, how are you thinking about your objectives right now? I mean, I think any runner has to say a course record. Like that is what we're here for. That's what, like, if you're an elite, why would you be running for anything else? And so by not saying course record, then I feel like you're even discounting that that's possible. Um, so yeah, I've been, I, the splits I've been looking at are course record splits. Um, so that is, that is my number one goal. Um, obviously I would, I plan on winning. Um, I think on a bad day, I go top 10 or sorry, I didn't mean to say top 10 <laughs> on a bad day. I think I truly go looking at previous times, top five. I think on a great day I win. I think having 
the race of my life, I go course record. And if I don't go course record this year, then I think that my odds are extremely high for that next year. Awesome. So if I understand correctly, uh, if you don't have the perfect day this year, you're going to be working at this race for years to come until you have similar results to like hard rock and knowns. Is that, is that about right? Oh, I will be doing UTMB on repeat until I win. And then depending on how that win goes, I will be coming back until I get course record. Awesome. Well, Sabrina, I think I speak for a lot of people when I say we're so excited for your race this coming week. I think your presence adds so much excitement. Uh, and I just think it's, it's a good thing for ultra running that you're out there. You're reaching for um, everything that's possible in the sport. So thank you so much for your time. We'll make sure to link to all of your social media in the show notes. Um, anything you want to leave the audience with before we go? No. Um, if you're a fan, um, I appreciate anybody reaching out. Um, if you're cheering for me, I feel it. So I appreciate you guys all. And uh, thank you for following me on this journey.